I would fuck Ryan, marry Sparky, and kill myself. How sad is that? Welcome everyone to episode 9 of 99100, the podcast counting up the top 100 grossing domestic box office movies of 1999. I am your carne asada host, Sparky Shelton. And it's me, the French fries and the California burrito Tino Mikas. And I'm Ryan. I'm not entirely sure that this is episode 9 or 10, though. I think it's You nine. know, time, time's kind of lost all meaning, hasn't it, boys? Oh, that's such a fresh take, dude. It is nice. Yeah, I'm actually a modern philosopher. That's what we call ourselves. A modosopher? Mo- what was that? What was that? What was that? <laughs> My roommate just came back from a three-week-long biking trip through California. <laughs> And his his entrance line, I, I don't know if your audio picked it up, but it it was just him yelling "civilization, bitches." Yes, precisely. Was there a comma between there? Are there women that he said a derogatory thing about when he walked in? Um, what? Well, no, it was yeah. He was, was it just civilization, bitches, or yes. civilization, comma like he saw running water and was like civilization and then he saw like a woman and he was like bitches i don't think he's a uh, good guy if if it was the latter no 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 he was there was no there was a comma there was <laughs> why sparky, are you I doing got, this right now sparky sparky, <laughs> sparky, <laughs> sparky i got a bone to pick with oh you. yeah you got a bone <laughs> to pick with me buddy hang on he's dragging stuff through the hallway i'm just, just gonna do it man no, just do go it. man Fuck right, it, sparky, i got a bone I, I got a bone to pick with you mm-hmm. all right you're you're the space guy, or what I would assume you used to be. Yeah, you used that to is be true. The space guy I was in my the, heart. I was but, the president uh, of space club. You were the uh, was you were this president president of space club, but not not my president. Because uh, <laughs> when I asked you, I had two questions in our group chat. Yeah, let me. Is SpaceX it. is SpaceX launching astronauts today? Sure. And where can I watch? If so. Now, <laughs> as president of space club, I would expect you to know the answers to both of those questions. But your response was, "Don't know." Don't particularly care. Go fuck yourself, ex-president of Space Club. I just Come don't on. think it's th- that interesting anymore. I, How uh, could you just... It was it was part of your identity, and you just took thing, it, yeah. and you just crushed it. Yeah. It was your whole thing. You know, it's like it, they say in Star Wars, you have to let the past burn, or whatever. Um, I think that's Spider-Man. Okay. Hey, but speaking of letting the past burn... Yeah. I watched this crazy movie today. <laughs> okay. It's a oh, wild film. Fuck, was it called dude. The Rage Carry 2? Whoa! That was Yo, such no, yeah. a good segue. <laughs> that was Thank legitimately you. very good because the movie that we watched this week is The Rage, semi or colon, Carry 2. It's the. Yeah, way s- to kill all the momentum that I had, man. That was. I had my best segue of all time, and you just you just pushed me over. Well, you knocked me right over. I don't like space, yeah, well, and I don't like knocked spe- me segues. over when he said he didn't care about space anymore. It's just billionaires throwing money at dicks. I'm sorry. I'm not that interested in it anymore. Um, Sparky, you've built rockets with your bare hands, and you're telling me you don't care about space anymore? Sparky, you sure built have. NASA from the ground up, and now you don't like space? That's true. Yeah. No, that's that's all true. You got me. I don't know. Homer Hickam uh, 
I, I can cite precedent for that. Homer Hickam <laughs> of October Sky and Jake Gyllenhaal fame. He's not real. Um, the real yes, man <laughs> shook his hand. Uh, he was a NASA rocket engineer until he was 26, got bored, and became a paleontologist and did self-funded dinosaur digs. Yeah, well, Sparky, I have so, one response to that. There's not a lot of people who are dead to me in this world, but Homer Hickam and you are on that list. <laughs> Why Homer Hickam? Because he gave up space, too. I mean, he still sits on the <laughs> National Space Board, but... So he didn't really okay, so give it up. Point is, yeah. This movie I watched today was whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. I've never seen Carrie, the first one. I'll be, I'll admit it. I've never I seen also Carrie. have not seen the first Carrie. I, yeah, neither was none Ooh, of us. Have. That's nice. honestly the, the thing is that should be embarrassing. The fact that we're all that mm-hmm. that's the, true for all of us is like really bad. I'm not a big horror guy to begin with. I didn't think that's it was true. that scary. Where's my Wes Craven? I really, yeah, I really did not think that um, that this movie was scary at all. I thought that they put a lot of like sort of tropes of scary movies in it to try and make it seem scary. For example, a song <laughs> that was called 13 Cats, <laughs> which is, you know, two scary things, 13 and cats. Um, yeah, as always, uh, we're going to let's let's dive right in, actually. Um, so to to. To lay the groundwork of the car- do you guys know like the general story of Carrie? Yeah, Let me guess. She's... wait. If you're about okay. to explain, can I guess? Yeah, I want you Ooh, to guess you don't based know on anything the- about it. I want you to All guess right. based on the context that you get from Carrie too. Okay. <laughs> All right. So it starts off. They start you off in a house with Rachel and her mother. No, I want her you mo- to guess no, 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 not no, no. this plot. I want you to guess the plot of Carrie. Carrie one. We'll get to the recap. Oh, are they not related at all? Is Rachel not in the first one? No. Oh, that was your re- that, that was your was Carrie your one synopsis. Well, that's what I was basing it off of. I assumed they were just like, <laughs> oh no, Carrie was her mom. Like at the end of Carrie one, her mom goes to the hospital, and they were kind of recapping it for us. And now it's like Carrie two. It's Carrie all grown up. Like okay, Rugrats. so you thought that the beginning of Carrie two was actually the ending of Carrie one. In which case, Carrie one would start with that <laughs> a scene, which is the ending. removed from no, it would her child end with that scene that we saw. Yeah. So what happened in the in the? Are you going backwards times? in this synopsis? <laughs> yes, <Okay>. I am. <laughs> Carrie one, yeah, fade in. You start off with young Rachel, right? I'm good so far. You have to do it backwards, man. <laughs> no. <laughs> Wait. Okay, so before the scene where she's painting the walls then, um, Rachel was exhibiting some crazy supernatural powers, which caused her, her mom to start painting the walls. And the priest, the priest had just been killed by Rachel. We're going backwards here. So the priest had showed up earlier in the movie but because we're going backwards, he's dead. And then he slowly comes back to life and then exits walking backwards as if you were playing it on Rewind. The priest didn't do shit, though. Anyways, he got killed by Rachel's, like, crazy demon powers. Um, okay, yeah, I, I, listen, I'm just going to stop we, you we right there. Step I don't know how much longer this I can let is this go absurd. on. <laughs> Why'd you let that go on at all? <laughs> Rachel is not in Carrie. Rachel is not in Carrie at all. 
why'd you let, why'd you let me go on for 15 minutes about when, that? Okay, I have a guess. Minutes. I also have a guess. So you mentioned a priest that I don't remember. I do remember. I didn't see Carrie one. No, you mentioned a priest though. There was I no made priest. That up. There's okay. Were you thinking that maybe you were uh, citing from The Exorcist when there was a priest mm. in The Exorcist? Mm. Well, I think that a lot of movies have taken the trope from The Exorcist to try and have someone have an exorcism. Well, The Exorcist was released after Stephen King wrote Carrie, I believe. So uh, don't fact check me on that because I like that fact better. Um, you know, <laughs> Carrie, I'll, I'll just run you through it really quickly. Carrie. Yeah, Ryan, but everything else you said was right. Everything <laughs> everything else you said was spot on. Um Carrie is, uh, unlike Carrie 2, is a film about a girl named Carrie. Uh, uh, who, that would make sense. Who, mm-hmm. from what I understand, uh, gets her period in the school shower. People make fun of her for it. She's got a very uh, uh, domineering mother who is uh, telling her that she's, like, full of sin. And uh, Eve was weak. That's the scene you see a lot is her going, Eve mm. was weak. Say mm. it. Say mm. it. Eve was weak. Um, Eve was weak. Eve was weak. What? Uh, and then, and then, uh, a bunch of popular kids uh, vote her prom queen. Dump a bucket of pig's blood on her, and then she uses her telekinetic powers that she's realized uh, to set the whole place on fire and, and tears it down and everything. Oh, spoilers! But is that the girl they keep cutting to in the showers? Yes. Yes. Yeah. There are. Yeah. There Almost. are. There are cuts back to that in. Uh, in Carrie 2. And I believe mm-hmm. the counselor, Sue something, uh, is one of the girls that uh, was bullying Carrie. So... Right. That, right. That, is the, that is the link between... And there is another link that we'll get to with the synopsis. Um, I'm not going to worry about spoilers because you really shouldn't fucking see this movie. It sucks <laughs> so no, goddamn it's bad. so bad. Um... So, so like Ryan said, we open on uh, we we open on uh, Rachel, notably not named Carrie. Uh, <laughs> can we? I think that's the best place to start. Is the title because the title is not Carrie to the Rage? It's the Rage Carrie to Carrie to. My question: Why not the Rach? Yeah, I wow. think there's a right? pun on Rachel. <laughs> The Rachel Carrie too. Yeah. That would have been a good name. Um, also, also, we should probably mention before we get into this, uh, the movie does deal with suicide and sexual assault in a lot of really flippant and weird ways. And I want to preface that we're not being flippant about it. Uh, it's just the movie that's very flippant about it. And we're making fun of the movie, not ourselves being flippant about it. Uh, yeah. So, I, I mean, I think that is the first story beat. Uh, that you see is um, you've got Rachel's mom is removed from her house because she's painting in the way that you're not supposed to paint. Right. She is painting in a bad way, in a bad, bad, not so good way. And Mm -hmm. she's sort of painting a line around the whole room. My problem with the painting is that um, she's, she's painting actually kind of methodically, very sort of slowly um, and you can see her really taking her time with the lines. Mm. And yet her voice is like, oh, I got to help her. 
oh, I gotta save her. Oh, Rachel, where's Rachel? And it doesn't even look like her hand is really moving with her voice. It all seems very, very fake. And uh, that's why I didn't like the opening credits. Sorry, continue. Um, we then uh, cut to Rachel, uh, who is now grown up and is in high school with, uh, you know, your classic late 90s sort of stringy black hair, really thin eyebrows. She's a punk. She's an outsider. She's a goth. You know, she's not like... So true. She's not like the polished pretty kids. Um, she's not like the other girls, she's not like I wouldn't them. say she's a goth, though. Now, let's mm. get into that. Mm. What What is your metric for gothness? Like, let's put her on the goth emo scene spectrum. Okay. Well, usually in this time period, given the early 2000s, nine, late 90s, which... Specifically late directly, 90s. As I was saying, um, <laughs> usually people who are described as goth are in... in, in they, they're kind of basically dressed like Kiss, maybe with a little less makeup. Mm, mm, sure. Mm. Right. She's not like that. Very showy, very um, extra. I think... I think that Ryan is sort of onto something with that. Sorry, I just hate, I hate to butt in, but um, this is sort of my topic of expertise. Yeah, sure, go um, on, by, by all means, yeah. Uh, yeah, I think she's, you know, somewhere between um, goth and emo, you know. It, it's hard because emo wasn't really much of a thing back then mm. as much as it is today. But she wears uh, some earth tones in the film. Some po- and, it's post-punk. Uh, what? I think I describe it as post-punk. Sh- yeah, but that just sounds sort of pretentious, so I wouldn't want okay, to sure, really sure. <laughs> land on that. And that's definitely not my brand. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I would say that she is somewhere between the emo and goth thing. She really, she's, she's really, really, you know who she is? Mm-hmm. She's like a, she's like she's she would be a character on that cartoon recess. You could turn her into a cartoon and she would fit in perfectly oh, on that show. Yeah, sure. She'd be hanging with TJ Detweiler, Spinetti. Exactly. Ooh, I've been watching some the recess kid with the black recently. kid. We got uh, Disney been Plus. Tall nerdy girl. Gretchen. Mm. The big fat guy who could sing really Eric. well. Eric. And then the army guy, Doug, I think. Yeah. The Can big fat a- guy who could sing really well. Was that Randy Newman? <laughs> Did they have Randy Newman in that Does show? Randy Newman sing really well? I don't think that... I, I love well, Randy Newman, but I don't think that, like, the biggest thing I like about him is his, like, vocal excellence. Have you ever seen, have you seen him perform live recently? It's sort of... No, he just looks I've like I've never a, seen him perform at all. So he's, he's like... He leans over and, like, rushes. He's a, he's a legend and a genius, and it's great. But he's definitely, like, leans over and, like, just sort of rushes through the lyrics where he's just like, First time I saw you, I knew I had to be. I got no <laughs> constitution. I just got you and me. What but if when he goes... <laughs> I gotta get to the bridge. Yeah, we just, we're gonna cut this out, but we like to let him keep going whenever he does one of these sort of singing tangents. We, we just like to let it happen. I have edited out a Randy Newman solo in every single one of these episodes, but I think this one's gonna stay. Uh, where yeah. where are we in the in the Randy Newman verse, uh, the Carrie 2 verse? <laughs> uh, she's in school. 
And she's on. She's, the, she has a best friend. She has a best friend. Damn. And her best friend got uh, laid, I believe. Yeah. I believe. She's very coy about it. She's like, do you notice anything different about me? Do you notice anything different about me? Um, and, uh, and, and it's quickly revealed. And she doesn't tell Rachel... Rachel, who it is, because mm. she's building up tension <laughs> for lunch, and uh, and the next scene, uh, there's a there's a scene in a um, uh, in a classroom in an English classroom um, that is quite possibly the ugliest, most worst decorated classroom <laughs> that I've ever and seen. And like in my so life. dimly lit too, like. They were all watching their eyes. a movie. They were watching something. Oh no, they weren't at all. They were studying Shakespeare. They're studying. <laughs> they're studying Romeo and Juliet. Do, do either of you remember what the upshot of that conversation was? Of what the English teacher was trying to convince his students of? That was the point of Romeo and Juliet. I True do love not. or some shit. I don't. I yeah, don't fill me in. The, this movie did not capture my my attention. The, the <laughs> thesis the English teacher proposed is: it's not a tragedy because. Uh, it's the only good love story because uh, the true tragedy is dying at different times. Um, and then it cut to a, uh, like hard cut to uh, her friend uh, walking through a dark hallway up oh. to the roof and and uh, and kills herself by jumping off the roof. Jeez. Which is Wait, a, okay. Just no jokes rough. about suicide, but I have a question. Yeah. The co- given the context, did she kill herself? I know they said she killed herself because of the thing that the football players did, but was it actually because of the rage? The rage being Carrie's, not Carrie, Rachel's magic powers. I don't think that was the presupposition. I think she was like, she was upset because the guy who we later find out uh, only slept with her to get points in a uh, twisted high school football uh, points journal of, of... uh, of sexual uh, experiences, um, mm. and she was so so upset about it that she walked up to the roof and, and jumped off, um, which is you know not really a good illustration. And it was shown in really like really exploitative sort of uh, detail. I don't want to dwell on it too long, uh, but it it sucked a whole bunch. Yeah. Um, and the she movie? fell. Oh. <laughs> well, yeah. She fell but... on this dude's car, who was a character for the rest of the film. So the entire movie, you're thinking about it because his cracked windshield is always there. Yeah. I actually didn't notice that. Yeah, that's oh, a good, yeah. good detail you pointed out there, great, pal. Great detail. Um, Thanks, man. Got you. Uh, so, God. And basically, that is the first beat. <laughs> I can't tell what's what's worse is hearing us struggle to describe this movie, or the movie itself. I, yeah, the well, movie listen, itself. What's the important parts? The next important part to me is when she meets this dude. She meets this dude because the dude hits or the dog runs off, and Walter, Walter, the the very the be- droopy the eared basset hound or oh basset hound. Uh, <laughs> Gets hit by a <laughs> car, um, and uh, the other weird thing about that scene is 
Rachel was way more upset about the dog. I don't know if it was just like numbness overflowing into... But in any case, she meets this guy. Tina, you want to... Please, please. The guy? Oh, this guy? On the football team? That guy? Yeah, that guy. What's his name? Jesse? Jesse. Yeah, Jesse. Oh my god, what a fucking stud. What a hunk. Listen, I'm going to say it right now. Jesse is like maybe one of the best people ever depicted on film. <laughs> I don't know if he ever does anything wrong. Am I wrong? Did I forget something? Like what he does is, he ever do? He is He wasn't like, there for Rachel. And he cheated on her. He kinda. was absolutely there for Rachel. <laughs> well he was he was the sort of the um he was sort of the uh we'll wait for the siren. Well it's a police state. It's a police state, baby. We going crazy. You know, we kind of are. I'm locked inside all the time. It's ridiculous. How do, how do they expect us to live like this? Okay, we got to get back to it, boys. <laughs> Sparky, I would rather talk about anything else than this movie. I know, point we got to power through is, it. Jesse's on the football team. Jesse he sees her in class when they're talking about Romeo and Juliet. She's like, actually love isn't real and i'm if you guys couldn't tell i am the really depressed character <laughs> um character differences and, he's the true romantic exactly and he and but and but he can't stop staring at her mm. i think honestly i think i don't even know if he's into her I, it like it looks like when he looks at her he's like oh my god there's something on your face like that's what it looks like every mm. time he's like really squinting and like really intense you know anyway they go yeah. to this. Uh, it's definitely, it's definitely like movie short, '90s movie shorthand of he's into a woman because he stares at her without blinking. What I'd right. like to to say about this movie though is that they briefly introduce this like weird, spooky aspect of it, and then throughout pretty much seventy five percent of it, you don't see a lick of like haunting or anything. Like, yeah. no, nothing supernatural until the climax, which happened to be, like, the last ten minutes of the film. Well, well you know, it's like, the whole time it's like Rachel is sort of trying to contain the rage, mm, right? And mm. not let it come out. But I don't think she really has that much trouble containing it. Yeah, she's, like she is, she is, like, it's like they shot the movie over the course of, like, eight months. Because, like, the... The emotional context from one scene to another just does not transfer. Like, hmm. she'll be super upset, super upset one moment, and then it'll cut to, like, an hour and a half later, and she'll be, like, fun and flirty and not, you know, horrified and traumatized by the death of her best friend. You know but what's they- crazy? I don't really remember her ever getting upset or being fun and flirty. I feel like... I, I, she said everything the same way. That's, yeah, that's... I mean, I mean, I was exaggerating the peaks and valleys of her of her <laughs> acting. Yeah, uh, and to be quite well, I I would like to make a a bold claim. Hot okay, hit, hit me with it, bud. This movie is just shy in quality of Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Now, hear me out. What? Wow. What? Okay, hold on. <laughs> Just shy. It doesn't hit the mark, but it almost does. <laughs> you know how what? early we are in the synopsis of this movie? Like we've gotten nothing out. Yeah. Can we? <laughs> here, here's what I propose. Here's what I propose. Can we go really quick through like the next four big story beats? Because there's really not much to talk about, and 
with okay. each individual. One thing I wanted scene. to hit is that she goes to this diner with Jesse, and the, he goes, "Oh, the music here sucks. Don't they have anything good here? Like some garbage?" Um, which I thought was a really funny line, <laughs> and I hope that they meant it to be a joke because there's a band called Garbage, but I hope that they meant it to be a joke because it is really funny. It's great, um, great joke, yeah. Um, and so after they meet, then they then it's like the other football players are are <laughs> stressed out that Rachel <laughs> is going to like tell the cops stuff to get them arrested for. So this friend. is this is let's follow. There are four like completely disjointed garbage plot lines that we can't do sequentially. So let's follow this one. So what the football main football players, the one with the mustache, to show that they're grown, are worried about is their boy, who had uh, had sex with a woman who killed herself, mm. is going to be placed with her and somehow that relation will get him not scouted for football. Well, I think actually the problem, Sparky, it was, may I may I say, yet another film. With Stad... With, yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yet another one. I At this point, if you've been listening to the podcast, I don't think I even have to say what it is. It's another one, you guys. Wee woo, wee woo, wee woo. <laughs> he was what? He was 18, she was 17. Is that what they said? She was 16. She was 16. 16. And and I think this is the thread. So there's a photo of her that gets developed, uh, which seems to be set up like a, a MacGuffin that they have to like run and get. But then like it's not paid it off, uh, paid off at all because the cops immediately have it. Um, mm. So they're really stressed <laughs> out about it. Uh, and the cops and this investigator want to press charges with uh, for statutory rape. And... The guy who did that uh, uh, was uh, the son of a lawyer, and there's a meeting at the DA's office, and the sheriff and the investigator are like, the dad is like, you can't seriously be charging him with some some boyish fun, like really minimizing what had happened. Um, <laughs> it was really awful. And then and then the, the dude who's with him was like, well, clean and shut case. That's that's all you have. Well, that's that's the that's the other wild part about it is the dad was like, if we happen to know that other boys were doing it, and if we happen to have a journal that showed that they were doing it, you'd take everybody down. So his strategy going into this meeting was, okay, here's what we're gonna do. We're going to threaten them with a bunch of evidence of other crimes that we have proof of to get us to walk. And then it works because the DA and the lawyer are buddies. And this part is frustrating because it, on one hand, is like a deus ex machina that just gets that plot line to disappear. But it, it is also like a pretty honest retelling of how powerful men get away with some fucking garbage. So I don't really know how to feel about this storyline. Yeah, but I think it's actually kind of really interesting how... Um, I think it's weird that we don't see stories like that more in movies today. I think the fact that like they're trying to hide that part of society is kind of weird. I think it's kind of good to have it in movies. I, I do think it's that was a really interesting scene. Ryan, do you have any thoughts on it? Um... Sorry, I was looking at something about this movie. 
this was like the one this was the one like actual conversation worthy part of this movie and you were fucking googling trivia you were googling wow. you were wikipediaing the plot of Carrie one you know i feel like usually i'm the one who's really derailing a podcast but ryan refuses to even try he's <laughs> on another one. level for this one <laughs> So that's, I'm sorry. But that's I'm not, off my no, game today. That's plot okay. A, right? That's plot A. Or that's like the that's like one, <laughs> that's of, one the of the many plots. threads that the movie wants to 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 get you to follow. Um mm. What are the other What's the other? So there's listen, there's that, there's the one with her and the guy, there's the one with the school counselor. Oh, sure. But right. that's kind of like the same as the police one a little. Right. Well, well kind no, of the, yeah, the, the, the counselor, she goes off on her own post, like, all the, the weird shit going on. Um, and she goes to the mental institution and breaks right. out Rachel's mom. Does it, yeah. <laughs> okay, that is that is the other thread. It's the, the student's counselor is a survivor of the Carrie 1 massacre where Carrie carried everybody. Um, right. In Carrie. Well, Carrie, Carrie, Carrie won everybody. <laughs> Carrie, Carrie, Carrie won everybody. Um, and... <laughs> Her, uh, she's trying to, she realizes that Rachel or Carrie too has Carrie powers like from Carrie. Uh, so she's trying to trace down the, the mom to like figure out what's going on. Sorry, real quick. Can I put something out there? Yeah. What's that? What if Carrie had Rachel powers? (laughs) (laughs) We don't know. I don't think that that's how that's, that's like, so you want to retcon the <laughs> that's like that sounds like the equivalent of like being told uh sir you have Lou Gehrig's disease and being like no Lou Gehrig had Sparky's disease <laughs> congratulations on the new disease man it's yours <laughs> <laughs> anyway um oh god what was that thread yeah so the so counselor she survived the hospital Mental hospital, and she's trying yeah. to. She's trying to. Di- that's the other thing I wanted to bring up. Um, did you guys notice what the mental institution's name was? No, Arkham. Was it? it was Arkham, like in Batman. So stupid. Like I can't from Batman. It. No, that means this takes place in the DC universe, it and it's entirely ta- DC canon. This is DC canon because it obviously does take place in. <laughs> yeah, this is actually the. This is actually the Catwoman origin story. <laughs> Ooh, that doesn't make any sense. No, I just I was trying to think of what like female DC characters wear all black. That's Captain all. Marvel. Um. Uh. Yeah. So she that plot also doesn't go anywhere because she finds out that Carrie's dad was also Rachel's dad and that it's genetic. But by the time. And- what a what a jump which is sort of fucking wild like did you really need the link to carry one like you're just making another carry just have it be another carry but Mm. it's genetic why didn't it does seem like sort of a midichlorian style retcon where where uh they're adding detail that they don't need to add also it's this whole thing it, similarly, it really similar to actually to the midichlorian thing, where 
in this whole for like a lot of this plot line this school counselor is like oh no it's like a g it's a gene it's mm. not the devil it's a genetic thing it's like right you you inherited it right um and so then she's like 11 what stranger things style exactly yeah Yo, wait how far are we going on this plot line are we gonna go to a different one because the ending of this plot line is crazy and i just remembered like yeah no happens. we'll go to the end of this plot line the end of this plot line is the uh the counselor goes goes and tells Car- rachel that she's got carrie powers <laughs> rachel doesn't she believe her. her she tells rachel she tells carrie too that she has rachel powers <laughs> she tells carrie too that she's got rachel powers and rachel doesn't believe her i'm sorry carrie too doesn't believe her um and and runs away so she says she'll believe her mother her her schizophrenic actively hallucinating mother go breaks her out uh breaks her out in a very oceans 11 way with gum and uh and and great diversions like yelling at a guard to would you get my bag and then they duck and you sneak somebody out um and but they go and find uh, where Carrie Two is at the at the party, and they show up. She immediately gets uh, uh, a fire poker jabbed straight through her skull, and she dies. <laughs> Yo, but like that's not even the craziest part though, because what happens right before that is like a huge twist in the film. Is it? And yeah, I feel like maybe you guys didn't even pick up on this. What was it? But the she goes the the mom is like Carrie's mom, <laughs> Carrie two's <laughs> Carrie mom. Two's, Carrie one, but not that Carrie. Yeah, no, Carrie two, Carrie two's Rachel, mom. Rachel for the the listeners. <laughs> Rachel's mom. Rachel one. <laughs> Rachel one's. <laughs> Rachel one's mom. Rachel uh, says in 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 Arkham, she's like, oh, it was the same man as that Carrie girl, Ron. Ron White, and then they're driving along, her and the the counselor, and the the mom is like staring out the window, and she's like, "Oh, there he is!" And the counselor's like, "Who?" And she's like, "Oh, it's just one of the men who who's always calling on me." And uh, she looks over, and there's nobody there. And I'm pretty sure the implication is that she never actually slept with Ron White, mm. and it is the devil, and it's not a gene. <laughs> Oh, that was the impression she that I got. married us, right? She virgin married us. Exactly. That is wow. exactly some biblical shit. Like, some biblical shit. That is um there's no way for either of us to be right cuz I didn't interpret it that way, but there's not That's enough fair. there's not enough information in the show or in the movie <laughs> to prove yeah, it no, one way or the <laughs> other. But it did def- it did I will say her okay, well we should go back. We should go back. I don't want to. There's more. I'm happy <laughs> There's here. More. All right, I'll go back because we got so, Rachel timeline, right? Well, we got to talk about Rachel and Jesse. Yeah. Yeah. So Rachel and Jesse, two students at this shitty high school. Yeah. Because they got weird yes. classes. So this is the other. Yeah. This is it. So after Jessie. they go on this date, they like really like each other. That's where we are. Continue. No, you continue. I've been blabbing my mouth. Oh, I thought Ryan was going to Oh, go. Ryan, yeah, Wait, Ryan. Yeah, I, just, I just thought Ryan was going to start from the beginning, and I think he maybe forgot that I already gave the introduction. I think you might be correct. Yeah. Um, wait, so after they go on the first date in the car, and he's like, I want, she's like, I want daisies. And he's like, I'll bring you daisies. Oh, yeah, she's like, I want, I want my first time to be special. Yeah. So after that, 
Tino, I think it's best if you take the wheel on this one. Okay, so after that, he's like, he's like, oh yeah, I'm really nice, and he is. He's a very nice guy. Holy shit, this guy, so nice. Can't believe it. But he's also um, like, he's also complicit in a lot of the in a lot of the uh, the torturous know, stuff that's I think, happening. I think we could get to this later, maybe, but I think he's innocent, man. Yeah, I do. He's at, he is at the very least reformed. But he took the 30 points, boys. He took the 30 points. That's true. He, oh, I forgot he was playing the game. That's he was, true. He was playing the game. The game, if we didn't describe it well enough, is uh, the football team ascribed point values to sleeping with certain women at the high school and kept it in a very incriminating journal. That was the yeah, one. It was, that was the offered. '90s, man. It was the '90s. I was. I was actually want to. I would want to take back everything I've said about him. Him playing the game does sort of make it so he can't be a good person. He's a bad guy. Well, but the movie. Does... Was, the movie would have you believe. Uh, the movie would have you believe that uh, he's one of the good ones. For sure. For sure. I think. Point aside, is. Point aside is, from that one score, I think he was alright. Point is. They do it right. He's really nice. They get all dressed up and they do a romantic little little sex thing. You know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's beautiful yeah. and it's love. Right. Um, and he says that he loves her. Wow. Uh-huh. Um, wow. Yeah. Um, and uh, and there is I a, mean, an ominous silhouette passes in front of the door frame. What happened? Not good. Well, we find out later. I mean, I hope I'm not skipping anything too much. I don't think important. you, no, it's fine. I don't think you can you skip are. most of, most so, of the... <laughs> later, there's this big party. It's the climax of the film. You know, it's a teen movie that is supposed to be sort of like... It's basically a copy of what the 80s movies were like. So it has to end in a teen party. And uh, at this teen party, they invite Rachel because she's cool and she's dating Jesse now. And all the popular girls are like being nice to Rachel now. Uh, which is like, it seems cool and cool and cool and all cool, but then she gets to the party and they're getting all drunk and stuff and the older looking football player with the mustache is like, oh, we should talk, we tell Rachel about the game, about the score. <laughs> and uh, it, and they start like, oh yeah, blah, 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 blah. And she's like, ha ha ha, what is it? What is it? What is it? And she, they give her the journal and she starts to read it and then they start playing a video that they recorded of... Her and Jesse, while they were sleeping with each other, mm. they projected on the wall in actually like this very like high tech looking, yeah, like multi screen. <laughs> it, <laughs> it was, was crazy. Like, it was like a weird way of like a magnifying glass, but putting it onto a wall because it was the nineties and nobody just had projectors. Yeah, hmm. yeah. It was some weird like huge TV panel thing. Yeah. So the point is, they're playing that in front of the whole party, and then Rachel's like, what the fuck? And then, She's so mad. And then she carries out. She, she does. Ca- that's out. when she carries and it. And it's yeah, just like a bunch of, right like, horror she, she gore. She rips some she dick off. She <laughs> sends a poker through some guy's eyes. She There's this whole thing where, like, this, like, sort of black substance goes through her veins, I think, is maybe what's happening. But yeah, it doesn't really it, line up with her veins that well. Extent, oh, no, it wasn't veins. She had a tattoo. She had a, a matching heart. tattoo of a heart with roses and thorns. 
and the oh. thorns grew up and it, she had a matching tattoo with her friend that died gotcha and that and so that like grew when she carried two right when she yeah carried there two. was there was a part where she was like going through her transformation yeah where the heart started to beat right mm. and the guy and then, the guy that did uh that did the bad bad to uh to her friend was like mm. whoa and then he got like <laughs> kicked in the balls or something like he died a horrible horrible death mm. um oh no yeah so the, the 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 rich kid the guy the older football player with the mustache mm-hmm. his dad had a room full of spear fishing guns yeah and one mm. of the popular girls shoots a spear fishing thing spear um through the guy's balls and then i guess he just dies and then carrie <laughs> said or sorry rachel no carrie, carrie too. too that's her <laughs> official that's her honorific uh, title carrie too sets the whole place on fire there's blood everywhere doors are all locked every like there was her a, mom is were, dead like her mom is dead she killed her mom at least 50 to 60 teens at this party every single one of them dead yeah Absolutely. it's a massacre it's a carry she did a carrying it's a carry you know we don't what, have to you beat know on the about scene it really look carry like too to me carrie from carrie yeah it looked like that movie carrie <laughs> do you think those two movies are related i don't well maybe but i think the rage came out first <laughs> I, I i think a note a, <laughs> no you go ahead no i don't have anything you can go i i was listening or i fuck I was watching with my friend, and he pointed out that uh, uh, it's possible that the spear guns was like a misdirect from, like it was a reshoot because of Columbine, uh, and that they were originally supposed to have like assault weapons, uh, Mm. which I thought was plausible. Yeah. Um, But in the climax of the scene, the mustache guy had put a flare gun... Uh, a Chekhov's flare gun um, in his back pocket, and you knew it was going to come in handy because his friend was like, what are you going to do with that? Um, and if you ever want to make sure that a weapon that you have is effective, just have one of your friends doubt why you would need it, and then in the third act, bada-bing, bada-boom, you can shoot Carrie 2 with a flare gun. Um, mm. And the, the 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 tarp over the pool, the automatic pool, uh, uh, was pulling over and they get trapped under it but carrie uh flies out and gets shot again and dies in jesse's arm and then that's it and then there's a one year later where jesse has a nightmare at king's college where she comes back from the dead uh and then bursts into flames and then uh he wakes up in a cold sweat and it was all a dream just the just the carry coming back. I don't think it was all right. a dream. And when you say he, you mean John Malkovich, right? <laughs> no, Jesse wasn't John Malkovich. <laughs> Fuck. John Shit. Malkovich Sorry, was not was in this, this movie, if that's what you were wondering. Yeah. Um, so Miller highlights. Yeah, let's do Miller highlights. None of them. <laughs> <laughs> I have no, some. I, the end, you know. The end. Yeah, when it was over. <laughs> when it was over. Yeah. <laughs> no, when they uh, the, when they burned everything to the ground. They burned it down. The they great scar. All the kids the died. Credits. Maybe that's don't. Okay, scratch that. Edit that out. Beat that whole sentence. <laughs> Yikes! I had a couple highlights. <laughs> I love kid death. Ryan Edelstein. 
didn't say that. You be, I you will heard say, beats. I love when kids die horrifically. There was one. There was one kid death that was Ryan pretty Epstein. dang funny. <laughs> what was that, bud? What kid right, did so you like was, dying? Hmm? What kid did you like dying? I loved the kid who died, who uh, was the one popular girl who was wearing the glasses yes, for the whole movie. Yes. And it became very, very clear that, yeah, hey, what's up, Ryan's, Ryan's roommates? What's up, man? What's up, guys? It became very clear that the only reason she was wearing these glasses was for this one scene <laughs> at the end where Carrie, oh, sorry, Carrie 2 <laughs> makes her glasses explode. Yeah. And then that, and it explodes like all the way to her brain and she dies. Yeah, and she dies really bad. That was the other subplot that I think we missed is she's befriended by popular girls to like further sell the ruse. My highlight yeah. was the the big game. All all the time they were leading up to the big game, this big game, Crosstown mm. Rivals. Um, it's a big football game. It takes place in the middle of the day, first of all, which big games usually don't uh, uh, don't take place in if i remember from friday night lights it's friday night lights not friday mid-afternoon sun sun um (laughs) friday mid-afternoon sun sun sounds like uh like a weird anime adaptation of friday night lights where bro i'm sorry to cut you off i cannot i just want to say good luck editing this because (laughs) This kid is standing in the hallway screaming to the other apartment, like part of the apartment. That's fine. I can mute you. I mute most of what you say out. Can anyway. you tell him to shut up? <laughs> no, it's fine. I think he's done now. But okay. ridiculous. Okay. <laughs> That's all right. I had another highlight, actually. I had another thing to say about the game. Yeah, keep, I had go another for thing it. to say about the game. Um, they shaved their heads before the game. Uh, mm. And immediately looked like skinheads. I mean, maybe yes. that was so it was easier to see them die. But oh my god, they made the the switch to skinheads so fast. And that one dude really was screaming. Yeah, he was really screaming. Also, were they screaming at that energy for all twenty five buzz cuts? I think so. Or was it like by the twenty fifth one? Like, like you know, like. Oh, like at, when you're at like a high school, like in a high school play, and there's like so many kids in the cast, and like by the end of the applause, you're just like, like you're not even really like you're yeah, barely touching. It's like anymore. your hands, your hands are hurt. Like, yeah, they're raw, blistered. Yeah. Um, the final score of the game was seven to nine, and they won it on a last minute touchdown, which means that the game had two scores in the whole game, and it was seven to three. The whole game. The big game. Tight game. Tight game. They didn't even have to show it. They could have had it been a good score, like 35 to 28 or something. <laughs> like, it didn't need to be a shitty score. They're high schoolers. <laughs> yeah, Sparky, sometimes games go why did they? Why, why make such a weird detail? It feels like it's attacking me. Like, it's mm-hmm. like there was a prophesied I boy. Feel like- you're wrongfully attacking this film. Okay. Why is I'm that? Try- no, now I'm really now trying to think about like what could be the symbolic significance of that low score. Does 79. it set up some sort of emotional payoff at the party? No. No, it really did absolutely nothing to the plot. But I will hold. I will maintain my stance that this movie is just shy of Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. <laughs> let's let's I'm get going, into yeah. Let's, let's talk get, about let's that. Let's get into that, bud. <laughs> All right. So. 
So that movie, directed by none other than Quentin Tarantino. Uh-huh. Not Carrie to the Rage. Carrie to the Rage was not directed by, <laughs> by, by Tarantino. Was a slow burn. <laughs> okay. There was a lot going on in that film. It was long. It was like two and a half hours long, I think. Mm-hmm. I don't know the exact runtime. Sure. Could could be an hour 45, could be two and a half. I really have no idea. Yeah. Okay. But the point I'm saying is there were a lot of small details, a lot of things going on, a lot of plot points, multiple plot plot lines. Because you got Margot Robbie, you got Brad Pitt, you got you got you got the other guy that I'm blanking on, Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah. And then you also have, you know, um um the um um the Mansons. Hang on. Fucking the Mansons. <laughs> the Mansons. <laughs> <laughs> and and in the end, you know, like not a lot really happens because they're building this world, they're building this story, this this great universe. And uh, in the end, the shit hits the fan. Right. You know, people are dying, getting set on fire, blood everywhere screams of pain and misery right and i think there's a lot of parallels to carry Two: the rage the rage carry Two. okay do you want to go first Tina? <laughs> do you want to go first at eviscerating our friend um listen <laughs> i'm in a good mood okay ryan? i'm not <laughs> i'm not i'm not gonna be too mean to you ryan so which one do you want first I want it all. Give it to me all. No, but which one? Okay, I don't <laughs> want to see give that. Give it to me long. Which one do you want first? Out. <laughs> do you want the good news or the bad news? Is there? Can I get the the good the bad news first and then be taken up on the good news? I have a question. Sparky, I have Sparky, a, Sparky, take him out. I have a question, Ryan. I have a question, Yo, a up? clarifying question. Just to summarize, let me let me know if I get this right. Um, you're saying that it's similar to Once Upon a Time in Hollywood because Carrie 2 as well uh, has a climax at the end? Is that what, is that what, is that, because what I heard, what I heard was a bunch of stuff happened and then there was a lot of stuff at the end, which is similar to um, every movie. Is your synopsis of, of Star Wars yeah, there was like a bunch of stuff. It was sort of a slow burn, and then the Death Star exploded. Like, dude. Now I see what you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> and while I have to agree with some of the points you're making, I'm going to have to respectfully disagree with some of the points you're making. Tino, I see you raising your hand politely. Thank you. Uh, let's move on. Yeah. Uh, time for the good news. Oh yeah, the good news. <laughs> No, psych. This is the bad news. Why the no. fuck would the bad news do what you want to do, you dumbass? The bad news happens whenever it wants to happen. You fucking suck, bro. That's the bad news. Get it through your thick skull, okay? Oh, dude, don't make him go carry three on you. Rise of Ryan. Don't Ryan me. Don't Ryan me. <laughs> Uh, uh, I was making like faces in the camera, but I realized this is an audio podcast, an audio and none medium, of like yeah. all ten of you can't see any of that. <laughs> oh, it's not ten, my boy. We have gone downhill. I'm sure. Oh, sorry, the three listeners. Yeah, it's more like it. I think some of them are probably us. So, Sparky and mm-hmm. Tino. <laughs> no, never. Um. Anyway, 
Yeah, no, Ryan, what you said was really dumb and stupid, so we're going to move yeah, on. Yeah, I was just trying to get some life into this boring as fuck <laughs> podcast episode, all right? <laughs> I can't um, believe the. I can't believe how ungrateful you are, Ryan. <laughs> it is. It's. It's. It's insane. It's. 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 It's infuriating, Ryan. And also, I have one more highlight, if that's okay. Yeah, hit me with the highlight button. <laughs> when the Rach is in the car with Jesse, uh huh. She says, <laughs> "Oh, sorry. I was just remembering." This kid I used to know, he could do this thing where he could suck up a noodle of spaghetti and take it straight out of his nostril. <laughs> You're probably wondering why I'm saying this. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I was wondering. <laughs> I think she said something like, I think she said something like, guess we've all got talents huh something like that i don't no, remember exactly po- what it the was the point was point that is. he had his the noodle guy had a stupid fucking talent that wasn't worth shit and that he had real footballing talent <laughs> exactly um hey guys who's the boss hmm who's the boss hmm this is a cold read for me i haven't even thought about it mm, yeah I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say Quentin gonna Tarantino because no, apparently he Jesse. directed this. Probably Quentin Tar- what? Tarantino since he directed this. You fuck. Yeah, <laughs> I think it was Brad Pitt. <laughs> um, I don't no. think there was a boss. Ooh, that's bold. That's a high tax maneuver you're trying to pull that sort of breaks the bit. Do you want to elaborate? <laughs> yeah. You know, sometimes, Sparky, mm-hmm. businesses run on, or countries, rather, run on, like, everybody's equal systems. Yeah. You know what that's called? Fill me in. Democracy. What? Yeah, democracy. I think this is a democratic system. I don't think there's a direct leader in this one. I think this is a democracy. Again, and that's a str- wildly... Uh... Uh, poorly described what democracy is. Every democracy has some executive, um, you fuck. <laughs> God, you're just saying a lot of dumb shit today, man. Like I'm God. filling in the blanks, all right? You are the blanks. <laughs> fuck. <laughs> oh, man. I think the boss of this movie yeah. is... Okay. Okay. I think the boss of this movie is the dog yeah there you go buddy you were that's, sitting that's on it i was answer. about to snipe it from you too hmm i i was i was about to snipe that for you too do you remember the dog's name walter god damn it ryan walter <laughs> god damn it ryan <laughs> fuck <laughs> I was gonna Does that win. Mean I'm in the d- 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 doghouse. No, you're not in the doghouse. You watch the fucking movie. We've clearly defined when you go to the doghouse and when you don't go to the doghouse. Yeah. God. Yeah. Fuck. Come on. Um. Sparky, you got any more any more bosses for us? Uh, I think that the. Uh. Whew. Mm. I think the DA is the boss because not all bosses are good, and mm. uh, if he w- if he doesn't walk, they uh, they uh, all sort of fall. 
if he was a good DA, he would have been like, yeah, I'll take your journal. Also, you're going to the pokey, man. You're going to the pokey, man. <laughs> Say goodbye to King's College. You're going to the pokey, man. It's pronounced Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think he's the boss because I think that uh, I think the law rules us all. I think that that is a very respectable answer. What I have just remembered is that we are very, very due for Orion's raps. Ooh, yes, we are. And I, would I thought I was to too dumb. It. I thought I was too dumb for this podcast. Ryan, well, that's why we have you write the raps. We don't like Ryan's raps because they're really <laughs> smart, bud. <laughs> Fuck <No>. you guys. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I felt that was too far. Yeah, I, I felt it. Sink. As it was coming this out of my mouth, this one's short and sweet because I, like I couldn't really think of a lot for this movie that literally had nothing to to write about. Did <laughs> Did you say it was set in Chicago? <laughs> no, that was an honest mistake. I swear to God, they said Chicago in the last movie. <laughs> Man, <laughs> the lack of snow should have been a huge, huge red flag. That's so goddamn funny. <laughs> All right, are we ready though? I'm ready. For yeah, it, I'm ready. Bud. All right, give it to me. The fonts are fucked. Painting red everywhere. The mom is fucked. Daughter standing there watching. She's awestruck. Dogs in the closet. Doors are closing. Makes you pause it. Flash forward. Back in high school. In a time where apparently guys rule. Statutory rape is a sign of the times. Guys got a book they committed some crimes. Ghosts are afoot and somebody's died. R.I.P. Walter hit by a truck full of swines. Uh, stranger things, stranger things. Moving shit like Eleven in anger wings. Uh, that doesn't really make sense, but that's alright. Um, <laughs> but forgot the devil. Forgot about the devil the lovebird sings. It's just another shitty teen movie with some blo- blood work then. Little bits of conflict like Invader's in. Can't go to the game because she's been locked in. And that's where I ended it because really, I could have done the whole movie at that rate. I did quite a significant amount. I didn't get to the sex tape or everyone dying. Those were the two biggest parts of the movie, but... What? The sex tape and the murder were the two, like, marquee parts of the movie, but sure. Yeah, well, that's Focus at the on end. The and most of the dog. times, except for that one movie that I've already forgotten about, I did the entire thing. You did. Okay, um, I'm sorry. Um, I want to go back real quick because Ryan said that he would be willing to freestyle for us, and I would love ooh, to hear Ryan freestyle yeah. about the last 25 minutes of this film. Oh, Jesus. Why did I say that? <laughs> well, this is, this is why you have me, to, to be the star of the show. All right, guys. Yeah, if you ever, if you ever, if you're having trouble, you can just pass it off to me, man. I'll take it straight from you. Ooh. <clears throat> All right, this is a little freestyle slam poetry style because I don't really know how to rap. <laughs> no. Um, I'm sorry, Sparky. Do you have any comments? No. Do you have comments about this? I'm sorry. I'm drunk, and you said that bullshit about Tarantino. <laughs> I'm really glad I struck a nerve. <laughs> it's a dumb fucking thing to say. It's funny how much you care about that man who's not your dad, Sparky. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, so in your mind, in the world that you've posited, the only man that you should get worked up about is your father? Um, yeah. Sparky, did (laughs) you not learn... Hulk Hogan. (laughs) Did you not learn anything from this movie? I guess not. I guess you're right. Are you going to freestyle, Ryan, gonna or am freeze- I just going to oh stay here God. with my thumb up my own ass? <laughs> I'm scared. I've never freestyled before. It doesn't, it's, it, you literally just have to say what happened in the movie, man. Um, let me look at my notes. There's no notes. <laughs> um, 
<laughs> Listen, I don't want to make. I don't want to. If this is really affecting you right now, I don't want to put you in like a fight or flight position. <laughs> I'm putting myself in a flight or fight position. That's where the comedy rules. Uh, you go. You go. You you freestyle about this. Huh? Okay. Okay. <clears throat> Tino's freestyles. Uh, Deep sea. Uh. Rach got invited to the party. She doesn't usually go to the parties. <laughs> we started up two raps in one episode with a self-rhyme. Can we please not? But now she's real cool because she's naughty. All the boys uh, want to take her to the party. Yeah, it's hard. It's, I, it's, it's it, hard to yeah, do. Right? It's <laughs> All right, I'll give it a go. I'll give it a go. Can I give it a go? And then she dies, and then she kills everyone in the house, and then the house burns down, and then she's dead, and then her mom's dead, and everyone's dead. That's that's dope. Can I give it a go? Can I give it a go? Yeah, go for it. Okay, I'm going to take a different take on it. Ready? Yeah, go for it. I grew up on the crime side, the New York Times side, where staying alive is no jibe. Got second. I don't remember the rest of the joke. I don't remember the rest of the lyrics to Cream. I'm sorry, guys. I thought you were just going to sing like Gary Newman. <laughs> Can I actually try? Uh, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> this flippity hippity hip hop. You don't really want to imagine the match. And the exact same time. I take these lyrical acrobatic stunts to be able to break my fucking table. That's rap, guys. Oh, nice. We're going to be copyrighted for that. Um, yeah, because it sounds exactly like it. <laughs> can I can I can I give it one more go? Can I give it one more go? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, nope. I was trying to come up with a, a song, a rap song that I knew well that I could do as Randy Newman, and I cannot think of a single one. So, do you know, do you still know sweatpants? <laughs> I was about to say that. When did I know sweatpants? When did I rap to sweatpants? When we all learned it that one year of high school for some reason. Oh my god, did we really? Wow. And that's our show. Thanks for listening. That brings us. Real quick, let's. Speaking uh, of things that did not age well, let's move on to Milk or Merlot. Oh man. Oh man. Um, Yeah, movie sucked. Not much more to say about it. It was a milker. It was a big old stinky bag of milk. Um, probably yeah, somebody left the fridge open and the milk just probably wide towards open. the bottom of what we've listened to. Oh, listened to so far, watched so far. If we watch these movies, we don't just listen to them. You think? You think it's the worst one? It's up there, certainly up there. Um, I think. I guess. Yeah. I mean, what would be? What could even be close? I think. I think we could use the <laughs> Flophouse metric. You guys know about the Flophouse? It's known in their movie podcast. Oh. They listen to bad, watch bad movies. Oh, we're gonna use a different podcast thing. I'm just saying. I'm just saying that they say it's a good bad movie, a bad bad movie, or a movie you kind of like. And I think that this is a good bad movie because it's so ridiculous. You might watch it with some friends. Mm. Um, but I would never like. I might put this on to be like, look how fucking ridiculous this movie is. Um. I wouldn't put on music of the heart for anybody. Exactly. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. That's why I'm hesitant yeah. to put it at the bottom of the list. I do have some statistics about this. Yeah, thing. let's do it. Legs, 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 legs. legs, legs. All right, so Skip the bullshit. Weekend. Skip the bullshit. I want the legs, Ryan. God damn it. Domestic share. Obviously, we're doing the top 100 box office. You fucked me once already. Oh, my God, Ryan. Production budget. Jesus, I want the legs. 
theater count. Legs. Oh my legs. This movie is in 2,200 theaters in the U.S. Give me the legs. Give me the legs, dude. Adjusted for inflation, no, it made 31 million. No, I don't million. care so about inflation. Oh my god, inflation's not real. Give me the legs. And the legs. <gasps> Can I get a drum roll, please? 2.5. One. Ooh, a stinker. Oh, <laughs> a stinker. That's bad. That's really bad. <laughs> and you know what, though? <laughs> I think. Still I don't more know. legs than I got. <laughs> <laughs> what if you want less legs? What if that's, what if that's a, we don't know if it's better to have more or less <laughs> legs. Yeah, like maybe it's like golf. Maybe it's like disc golf. Dude, if you have no legs, you can fucking kill it at golf. <laughs> <laughs> what? Why? How? Yeah. Okay, well, there's <laughs> where are you going with this? <laughs> there's there's some there's some loopholes. Mm. Google it. Google, actually, don't Google that. Google Bilderberg Group. <laughs> <laughs> Did you know? Can I tell a quick story before we close the podcast about that? Um, uh, we all went to a high school uh, in San Diego, and in one of the building's bathrooms, I think it was Building E, way at the end. Um, uh, my, there was a stall that had, I went in one day that I used to never go in and there was a, uh, uh, in silver Sharpie, mm. uh, something, somebody wrote investigate Bilderberg. Yeah. Had either of you guys seen that before? I had, no. I've seen it many times, but I never Googled no, I've never seen it. So, that. so the fun thing about that is I noticed, I the that the the, uh, the script the handwriting was very familiar to mine eye and it was upon further revelations my brother that wrote investigate Bilderberg on the stall <laughs> of the second floor e building uh, bathroom at Canyon Crest oh my god I love that I've literally been thinking about that <laughs> isn't that so fucking tight? <laughs> I've been like my god who fucking wrote that on the stall it was the also, same silver sharpie he wrote a, a bar or he wrote a, he wrote the final frontier on his space bar and it was the same script with the same silver sharpie and I is he also it. the guy that wrote drink Drink globally, fuck locally in that one stall. I don't think so. That's really fucking funny, though. That seems like something he would say now, but I don't think he was on that shit. I think he was too busy researching the gold standard or some bullshit. Or talking to Doc Antle about <laughs> talking, tigers and Jesus. <laughs> I like that my brother is. He did that. I like that my brother is becoming a mythic character in the uh, uh, in the epoch of this uh, podcast. It was his birthday yesterday of recording. Uh, happy, happy birthday, birthday Reiner! His name's Reiner. No, Ryan. no, There's don't only you room know for his name. One Ryan in this town, and that's that. me. Anyway, you didn't, Ryan, you didn't even say happy birthday. How dare you? How dare happy you? birthday, Reiner! <laughs> Thanks for he listening. is a first responder, you fuck. Show some respect. Yeah, he's it's literally Memorial an essential Day. worker. He's on the front it's lines. Memorial Day. Let's remember him. Salute to you. That's that's not what Memorial right. Day means. Oh, <laughs> no one forgot about him. <laughs> Boy, <laughs> we I did. Okay. Oh God, I gotta look up what next week says. Hold on, hold on. Oh God. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's all. That we're gonna have for you on Carrie Two, a bad movie that you shouldn't watch. The um, Rage Carrie Two. The Rage Carrie Two. It was in the wrong order. Call it Carrie Two, Rachel Rising, or some bullshit. 
Wow, Rachel Rising. Re- Cut out Carrie, too. Really good, right? Rachel Rising. <laughs> okay. Uh, our next movie. It, can I get a drum roll? A second one, man, really? Can I get a... I got uh, snaps. That's what you snaps. Is Drive Me Crazy. The, uh, the 1999 classic. Uh, the log line is... Uh, is uh, Nicole and Chase used to be BFFs. Uh, then junior high happened. Uh-oh. The high school centennial dance is coming, but Nicole oh. gets dumped. So no. does Chase. They stage a relationship to get at their exes. What? They visit each other's worlds. What? Love in the air? What a weird what? fucking logline. <laughs> that is the weirdest goddamn description I've ever seen. And the meta score is lower than Carrie 2, so we're in for it. Uh, it's, yeah, but at least it's just another teen movie. Oh, wait. Yeah. Uh, um, uh, Got him. <laughs> it stars uh, <clears throat> Melissa Joan Hart. I, I want to go. Home. Adrian Grenier, <laughs> Stephen Collins, Mark Metcalf. And I don't recognize anybody else. So. All right, that's going to do it for us. Uh, sorry, <laughs> sorry we mostly just yelled about this movie. Hopefully there's more rich veins and less suicide in the next one. So, Sparky, if there's anything I've learned in this world, if there's anything I've learned in this world, it's don't apologize for anything. That's true. If you didn't like it, go fuck yourself, huh? Deal with it. I think this is our best episode yet. I hope so. Except for the one where I was on acid. (laughs) (laughs) Which one that one? We'll let you decide which one that was. Yeah, figure it out. Um, That's going to do it for us. Uh, From 99-100, I am Sparky Shelton. It's me, Tino. And I'm Ryan. Thank you for listening. Good night.